So I don't know if how many of y'all like sports, but the Astros are doing pretty good with the full lineup and all this stuff. And of course, football season is literally probably a couple weeks, a few weeks away. So sports is, is gonna about to be king for a little bit, right? Where sports is going to rule and sports is where all our attention will be for a while, especially as we get into playoff uh, baseball and then football and all that stuff. That, and if you think about it, some of us uh, tend to want to watch the whole game, every single action of the game, not be bothered, so we might do chores or we might do things to prepare for that. That we even love commercial breaks because, A, we don't watch the commercials because we're going to the bathroom or getting snacks or food or something like that. That we're getting prepared so we can and do and watch whatever that sport is. And the same thing, I think you probably know where I'm going with this, with the gospel reading. Are we that prepared for our own Christian lives? Are we that prepared for our own lives in our today, right now? That's so much so, if Jesus literally walks through the doors right now, are you ready for him? Are you ready to say, okay, God, I, I've been a good, I lived a good life, I, I've done this, I've done that. Or are you going to be safe? No, 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 no. Not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm not ready. Chances are most of us are probably the, the second one, right? We're saying no, no, no. Of course, don't tell Jesus no. But, but besides that is the whole fact of the matter is why aren't you ready? Because in the end, we don't know when Jesus is going to call us home, when he's going to say, hey, it's your time. Come. But if we're not ready, and he's not going to say, no, you get five more minutes. No. He's going to say, right now. That in the end, we don't know. So why are we pushing it off? Why are we saying, no, I'll do it later. Or, no, not yet. Oh, I still have 50 more years till I pass away. I have plenty of time. No, no. Why do we not, if you will, take our faith seriously enough to be prepared for him. Yes, of course, none of us are going to be perfect and all of us sin. But if he walks through the door today, what would happen to your own soul? Would you be going with him to heaven or somewhere else? I hope it's not the other place. Sometimes when we need purification and go through purgatory, that's great, that's fine. But are we ready for Christ right now? That is, as we all know, with the gospel reading today, the gist of it. That we are the servants waiting our master whenever he will come. We don't know the hour or the day or the time. If we do, trust me, uh, everybody would be ready for it. But in the end, we don't. And that is up to us to be prepared, up to us to be ready for him. To not just push it off, to not just say, no, not yet. But to start today, here, and now, to make that change, to make your faith seriously enough to follow and go after Christ. Because... It is one of those things that he wants of us. He's not going to force us to do it. He's not going to say, hey, you have to do this now. But what he's going to do is give you every opportunity to be prepared, to receive the sacraments, 
whatever it is, to be ready, to give you every opportunity to say, okay, your sins are forgiven, or give you the grace that you need to say no to this one sin that you do every single day. That he doesn't just leave us to ourselves. He doesn't just say, you can figure it out yourself. Quite honestly, the contrary. He doesn't want that because he knows if he does that, I bet most of us probably would not get into heaven. We need that guiding hand. But do we listen? I think that's the other part of it, is we might not necessarily listen. We might choose to say, no, I'm good, or not pay attention, or to not think about it, or not to pray, or a variety of different adjectives and excuses, quite honestly, because they're all in the end excuses. It's up to us to take it seriously. And I think the other part of this gospel, too, which is beautiful, is that most of us, have someone else we need to get to heaven. A lot of us uh, here, most of you are probably married. Obviously, you need to get your spouse to heaven. And on top of that, you need to get your children to heaven. That it's not just, of course, you can only do to a certain extent, yes. But if you're not praying for them, you should start. Even if they're a great and holy person, that you should start praying for the other person. Because in the end, as part of your job of being either a spouse or a mother, is to get the other person to heaven. And, this is probably easier said than done, not be a hindrance to get them to heaven. Not cause them to more sin, to sin more. But in the end, to ultimately get them to heaven and to help them get to heaven by doing things together that get you to follow closely to God. That's the beauty of this whole gospel. It's a long one, but it's great depth and wisdom. Is it not just to be selfish about it, to ultimately try our best to help other people around us to get to it, to take our life seriously, to take the Christian life seriously because we don't know the hour. Could be tomorrow, could be 50 years, could be tonight. It's in the end following Christ and to listen to him in your lives. He's giving every, like I said, every opportunity for you to actually do that. But it's up to you to accept it, to take it, to go with it, or to push it off and give excuses to him when he asks. So that's why I think, as you hopefully all know, It'd be a good thing to start to look at your lives to see where you can prepare, where you can be ready. Because in the end, we don't know when Christ will come.